0: Quakes, lightning, pouring rain, tornadoes, tsunamis, and a hurricane. Killer Earth. Hey, Kat. Hey, V. How are you? Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How were the holidays for you?
1: They were simple and they were great. And very, very, very small gathering. Um, Mm -hmm. It was really fun. Same. Yeah.
0: Same here. I usually go to a like pretty big family party every year and no party this year, but that's okay.
1: Yeah. And like I brought like outfits to try to like have an excuse to dress up for once in like months. <laughs> and like I just ended up wearing my PJs every <laughs> single day. and It was amazing.
0: Your fleece um red robin printed oh, yeah. PJs that I gave you. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I I didn't take
1: those down, but I wear those consistently. Actually, I got more fleece PJs. So I'm like in fleece heaven, which is, you guys don't know this, but that's like my thing.
0: Yeah. Not even like, like, not like leggings, like, like pajama pants that you would wear when you were like a kid. Oh yeah. Like wide leg. Wide
1: leg, crazy designs, colorful and fleece.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, do you have a pair of Spongebob fleece pants? Because I feel like that, that's the next step for you.
1: Um, No, but if, you no, know, my you birthday's is com- Spongebob. I think I have Betty do. Boop.
0: I Remember have to I pass said, you- No, you were wearing a pair one time and I said, that looks like the prison tat version of Spongebob. <laughs> Maybe it because was the pattern. <laughs> it was so shitty. <laughs> He looked like he was like melting and he was like (laughs) outlined in black. I was like, where did you get these? Well, actually tip,
1: if you guys want some really soft like pants, like fleece pants that last forever, the dollar store guaranteed $7.99. You can get them. And they're usually really terrible, like fake prints of things, but I don't care.
0: Okay. So the dollar store or dollar general or dollar tree. Yeah. Any of those go check it out. Yeah. Okay. They're different. You know, they're different. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so PJ life is just a good life for me.
0: (laughs) Same. So I actually feel like I live in like a jacked up toy store right now. Yeah. Because my four-year-old got so many gifts. Her birthday's right after Christmas. I'm literally sitting next to a four-foot tall blow-up dinosaur. (laughs) Because I have nowhere to put it. My, My house is small. That's amazing. Every corner of my house has toys.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's just a lot. But at least it's a dinosaur four foot thing. I know. It's actually really cool.
0: I really like it. Yeah, You probably like
1: (laughs) when Lola goes to bed, you probably pretend you're like in Jurassic Park and like play the theme song.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I'm moving it closer to me.
1: (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to Lola. She's our little um, what do you call it at the end of our podcast? Oh, yeah. She's our little
0: She's our little like mascot.
1: Yeah. She's like our sign off person and she's four now. I can't believe it. She's so big. I know.
0: Anyway. So what are we talking about today?
1: Um, We are going to cover um, the phenomenon called
0: quicksand. I'm so excited about this because I know next to nothing about quicksand.
1: You know, honestly, I didn't either like. I learned a ton about kind of why it's dangerous, but it's for different reasons than you would think. Mm. Explain. Oh, should we get into it? Let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, my sources are Wikipedia, Britannica, uh, mysanantonio.com, chicagotribune.com, mailonline.com, dailymail.uk, mirror.uk, England Standard and Mesa AZ. It's like a TV station, three TV, CBS five, just had to make sure Mm I included that. Um, By the way, this is our second time recording this episode. Oh yeah. Something happened the other night where we could not get through this episode. We were laughing so hard. I was crying. I was laughing.
0: I don't know why we tried really hard to record. We just kept Fucking things up and everything was so funny. It was just amazing. I think we were just tired.
1: Yeah, we were really tired. It was just like right after the holidays. We're like, okay, we need to record. Let's do it. Yeah. And then we just I was like crying.
0: It was we tried so to funny. we tried to salvage it, but I was like, I don't want to deal with editing this. There's so no. many problems with it.
1: That would have been the worst editing ever. I would have felt really bad for you. So I was like, let's redo this. So here we go.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. So do
0: you know what quicksand is? Okay, so <clears throat> I think it's it's an area of sand or dirt that must not be packed as tightly as the area around it and you can fall in it and it it swallows you and you you suffocate.
1: Well, it's a good um, explanation, Um, but what it really is, which is kind of what you said, but in scientific terms, again, not a scientist, um, quicksand forms in saturated loose sand when the sand is suddenly agitated. So when water in the sand cannot escape, it creates a liquefied soil that loses strength and cannot support weight. Um, the saturated sediment may appear solid until a sudden change in pressure or shock initiates liquefaction. Um, so this causes the sand to form a suspension and lose strength. The cushioning of water gives quicksand and other liquefied sediments a spongy, fluid-like texture. Objects in liquefied sand sink to the level at which the weight of the object is equal to the weight of the displaced soil-water mix. and the s- yeah. And the submerged object floats due to its buoyancy. So, um, that's kind of like what it is. Um, but the, the misconception is that, you know, so many movies out there and everything that you and I thought we knew about quicksand was that, you know, you see people get into the quicksand and then they're sinking and then they just keep sinking and then they like die. Like they just, they get submerged. Yeah. Um, So that actually is not how it works. Um, So quicksand is denser than the human body. So people and animals can get stuck in it, but they actually don't get sucked to the bottom. Um, They can actually float on the surface. Um, So our legs are pretty dense, so they may sink, but the torso contains the lungs and thus is buoyant enough to stay out of trouble.
0: Oh, wow. So you... You don't go. You don't get sucked all the way under. Ever? No,
1: no. Because of your lungs. There's, from all the research I did, there has never been a case where someone's completely been submerged.
0: Wow! It, in yeah, be, because like you said, like every movie, every show that ever depicts a quicksand death, it's always you. The person is completely submerged.
1: Yeah, you just like see the hand sticking up, like out of the soil. And right. Then it goes. <laughs> right. So I found out that, that to be really interesting. And I was like, really, that's so weird, but it kind of makes sense. Um, um, so, okay. The da- the actual danger of quicksand um, is that a person who is immobilized in quicksand could be engulfed and drowned by an incoming tide. So a lot of quicksand um, areas are, occur in tidal areas, but even these types of accidents are very rare. So again, like in a lot of research I did, you know, people are like next to the ocean or something and they do get stuck in quicksand um, and they don't know how to get out of it. So the tide like comes up and like, that's how they die. They get drowned.
0: Oh, okay. So they could be waist deep. Yeah.
1: And then just like, can't get out. So like, you can get really stuck in there and the elements are what actually kills you. It's not that you sink and get completely submerged.
0: Mother earth.
1: Fucking I know. strikes again. <laughs> I know. Okay. So, um this is like a story I read about um records obtained by uh M sorry, it's uh, mysa.com, which is mysanantonio.com uh reveal a man died in 2015 after getting struck in quicksand on the San Antonio River and drowning in South Texas. So, Jose Ray Escobedo who was 50 at the time of his death, was reported missing on July 7th, 2015, around 10 a.m., two days after he had picked up a prescription. Um, On July 8th, which was like the next day, uh, police received a call reporting a light blue car that had been parked underneath the San Antonio River Bridge in Goliad County for several days, according to Goliad County Sheriff's Office um, incident report. Um, So officials found the blue sedan um, on the east side of the highway 239 bridge over the San Antonio river Um, inside authorities found Escobedo's glasses and shoes that were confirmed to be his the next day. Um, Escobedo's family told officials, the 50 year old often took to swimming alone in the river. Um, There was no indication Escobedo had gone fishing or camping um, just by looking at his vehicle Um, and it didn't seem like he met someone and left with them, like leaving his car behind. So on July 11th, um, a few days later, game wardens, uh, Kevin Fogg and William Zappi searched the San Antonio river by boat and found Escobedo's body lodged in quicksand 350 yards upstream from the bridge where he had parked his car. Um, so, yeah, so, like, he definitely, like, got into some quicksand, um, but this is actually what happened. So, um, a few days prior, um, a bunch of rain fell on July 1st through the 3rd um, and partially on July 4th, and this resulted in the river beginning to peak in into July 4th. So, and this is, like, way upstream, like, a bunch of rain happened. Um, the San Antonio River got as high as 8.3 feet on July 4th. So the first four days of the month, um, they saw about four to five inches of rain upstream in Bexar and Comal County. Uh, normally, the river hovers over around five to six feet. Um, but on July 7th, when Escobedo was reported missing, um, the river was not like significantly wet, um, and with the San Antonio river, it's going to have to go somewhere and it's going to flow down the river and it takes time to get there. So like way down the river, a few days prior, there's a bunch of rain. And then all of a sudden the river just like rose really quickly, um, you know, with like any warning. Um, and so essentially there was a big rise in the river quickly. And by the time It got down to where Escobedo was. He was stuck in the quicksand and was overcome by the
0: flow of water. So he was just swimming. And at some point he stands in the river swimming. And that's when he gets into a a spot of quicksand.
1: Yeah. And then he's like stuck. And then the river rose like quickly. Oh
0: my God.
1: Yeah. Because the rain was just like coming down or the river was coming down
0: from all that rain. I have a question. Earlier, you said that he had picked up a prescription. What's the relevance there?
1: That was just the last time anyone had reported seeing him. Uh
0: Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Which
1: was, like, maybe some suspense, like, you know, oh, my God, did his prescription, I don't know what it was, but, like, did it have something to do with his disappearance? Like, what's going on?
0: Gotcha.
1: But that was, like, the last time he was reported being seen by anyone. Okay. Um, Okay, so he had died And fallen face first over the Sandy outcropping. The report said adding that his body was lodged in quicksand from his feet to the bottom of his buttocks. So, um, yeah, again, like really.
0: So he was in the quicksand upright.
1: Yeah. But but like when they found him, he was obviously like dead and. But you said he
0: fell face first.
1: It, no, it said fallen face first over the sandy outcropping. So I think he was like upright. And then that's. And then like, like bent over. Them. Yeah. With
0: his face. And then. Yeah. After the river receded.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. So that's how like quicksand can be really dangerous. Um, that's like one example. Okay, so this is terrible. Here's another story. Um, hours after arriving on a Caribbean island, a mother of two drowned on the beach when she became trapped in quicksand while watching the sunset.
0: Um, okay, so <sighs> that's the worst thing I've ever heard. I know. it's This podcast is ruining
1: people's dreams and hopes.
0: <laughs> because you don't think something bad is going to happen when you're on your Caribbean, on a Caribbean island. And yeah. You're just like trying to watch the beautiful sunset on the beach. I know. So uh,
1: Nicola Raybon, um, who was 33, had flown out to Antigua with her son and daughter to attend her father's second marriage at a five-star resort. She met friends at one of the bars, and they enjoyed a drink and a chat together. Um, When the rest of the party left for dinner, she decided to stay behind to watch the beautiful sunset from the beach. Um, So again, this is like right outside of a five-star resort, too, which is kind of freaky. Right. Um, as she walked out towards the sea near the Jolly Beach Resort, she got stuck in sinking sands. Um, with the sky darkening and the waves beginning to lap around her, she began to scream for help, and police were called. So, like, people could hear her scream. Um, And it said people could hear terrifying cries that could be heard, but in the failing light, no one could see where she was stuck.
0: How did, like, how far did she walk? How did nobody how was nobody able to follow her screaming and find her? It says like near the
1: resort too, but like, I, I don't know. Maybe like the waves were loud and like, it's like disorienting because it's dark and you hear like screaming, but like, it's also mm-hmm. coming up around her. Can you imagine? That would be the most no. terrifying way to go.
0: Terrifying. And you're, you're right outside your resort. There's people right there. Yeah. But they just can't get to you for whatever reason.
1: Yeah. It's awful. So, uh. Ray um, sandals and mobile phone were discovered in the bar area of the hotel and a frantic hunt was launched by family, friends and hotel staff. Eventually her body was found close to the shoreline near the hotel in the resort of the Western coast of the Island. There were no warnings on the beach. Although other visitors had reported problems with quicksand really before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess no one did anything about it. Um, Uh, Nicola was involved in many charities and never wanted to speak ill of others. She had just moved into a new house with her partner. They were looking forward to a future together. Everyone is shocked and devastated. That's a quote from that story. So that's just really scary. Like that, that makes me think twice about a nice
0: sunset walk on the beach, but, you know. Another thing we talk about on this podcast about the beach being dangerous. Yeah. You know what? Now I'm Okay. So, you know, when you stand in the soft area of the sand that's wet and yeah. you stand and the water goes back out yeah, and you let your, your feet sink in mm-hmm. and the water flows around you, that must be how it starts and you don't think anything of it.
1: Right. And like that area is like super like loose too, I guess. Like, I mean, it mm-hmm. doesn't happen all the time, but I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. That's going to make me think twice about feet, like sand covering my just- feet scared to walk on the beach now so sorry yeah okay so another story is a group of five kids went out to the beach um kobe nathan who was 22 died trying to rescue his 18 year old brother ken after the group got stuck in quicksand on a day trip to a popular beach uh near rye east sussex which i believe is in london um in the uk yeah oh yeah duh sorry (laughs) not london (laughs) Thank you. Um, it is believed they were playing football on the sandbank um when the two got stuck in quicksand below the water. Um, Kobe um and three other friends who are all from southeast London swam over to free Ken. Um and um this other guy named uh Inth- Inthushin. Well, anyway, they they went over to free Ken and um um, and But they became caught in rising waters and then dragged out by the powerful riptide. So there's like two stuck in the quicksand and the three other uh, friends that were there tried to go and like help them. But then the riptide took them out. So like disasters everywhere you go right now. Mm-hmm. Um, people on the beach pulled three of the friends to the shore shortly after 2 p.m. on Wednesday. But despite the desperate attempts of medics, they were pronounced dead 15 minutes later. Um, So the people who got pulled out from the riptide didn't make it.
0: So all five of them died.
1: Yeah. And so like, and then it says the two other victims who were stuck in the quicksand were discovered around 8 PM when the tide went out on the seven mile beach where thousands of people on holiday had just spent the hottest day of the year. Mm. Um, The family of the two brothers, Ken and Kobe who moved to the UK eight years ago to escape Sri Lanka's civil war, spoke of their heartbreak and told um, how they believed Kobe had given his life trying to save his brother, despite not being able to swim. So that's just tragic. Like all five friends died just trying to like save each other from the quicksand situation. And Oh, that's devastating. Yeah. Yeah, It's awful. Oh, Okay. Um, another story is Everett, a seventh grader at Reed Custer Middle School, and Justice F. Carr, who was 15, a freshman at Reed Custer High School, um, left their home at about 5 p.m. on where, May.
0: What, where is that?
1: <laughs> I didn't write it down. <laughs> okay. Actually, like- no, I did. No, I did. I'm sorry. I did. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't ask, but I did write it down. It's actually in um Will County, Illinois.
0: Okay. <laughs> Got it. I'm like. Yeah, that Reed Custer High School. Everybody knows where
1: that is. You know, just right down the road. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Justice and Everett left their homes at about 5 p.m. on May 7th, 1997, which was a Wednesday. Um, And they, you know, had their fishing poles and live bait um, and went to walk a few blocks down to the cooling pond of Commonwealth Edison's Braidwood Nuclear Power Plant. Um, Again, which is in Will County, Illinois. Um the nuclear power plant actually serves Chicago and northern Illinois with electricity. Just a little fact for you. <laughs> um, by eight o'clock when um this is like the the parents talking or the stepfather talking, he said by eight o'clock when I didn't hear anything, I knew something was tragically wrong. Police wouldn't believe me. They said my baby ran away, which I just
0: hate mm. that
1: response from police, but
0: yeah, they're in they Never mind. Yeah. I was gonna say something bad. Oh, it's okay. Um
1: uh Wolfenbarger and friends began looking for the boys Wednesday night. Um, but it wasn't until about 8 a.m. Saturday that the bodies were found. Um, Will County coroner Pat O'Neill said that the results from the autopsies performed Sunday showed no signs of trauma or force. He said the boys died of drowning and possibly exposure. Um it appears that the area where the where they were found was almost like quicksand, said O'Neill. To friends and family who visited the site on Sunday, said that the area looked benign. They noticed a ditch about four by six feet across with about two feet of water in it. Um, Will County authorities said that officers sank in the quicksand, um, uh, Oh, so sorry. Uh, Will County authorities said their officers sank in the quicksand and had to be pulled out when they first came to retrieve the body. So even like the officers were like getting stuck in it.
0: Wow, and they couldn't get themselves out. Yeah. So like others had to get them out.
1: Um, authorities then used pumps to drain a large amount of water from the pool. And Wolfenberger said um they also used a backhoe to retrieve the boy's body.
0: A backhoe.
1: I actually know what that is because my nephew loves the show Blippy. You know what a
0: backhoe is?
1: Yeah. I didn't know. You, I really? Well, like there's so many different kinds of those things, like a bucket truck, a backhoe. Uh, it's called
0: Okay, it's called a bucket loader. <laughs> my my dad owns an excavation company.
1: So. Oh, okay. Well, my bad. But yeah, Blippy has taught me more about machines mm-hmm. than it's like it a kid's show just,
0: it was funny the way you said it you're like and I, I know what a backhoe is <laughs> <laughs> well you know what about a year ago I wasn't sure so I'm um, learning Lola watches Blippy too and oh my god my mom hates blippy and
1: I actually know all the songs from Blippy I'm an excavator. hey dirt see, see you later, later. <laughs> Okay, anyway, shout out to Blippy for doing amazing things and teaching adults like me what a backhoe
0: is. Yeah, Blippy.
1: Um okay. So, authorities then use pumps to drown out or to drain out the water. Um they use the backhoe to get the two boys' bodies. Um police had mentioned there were claw and scratch marks in the sand, which is just terrible.
0: Oh god. Yeah.
1: Um Parts of the area were formerly swampy and were being filled in and excavated for a construction site. Um, quicksand is a condition in uh, which loose sand is saturated with water, that it behaves slurry and will not support heavy weights. So, just another I know we already so kind of went over that, but
0: if, if an area is quicksand, does it ever subside and just become regular, stable? Ground? I think, I
1: think that's why like you can, if it's like part of a construction site, you can actually, there's ways to fill it in and make sure like water doesn't get in there.
0: I'm wondering um, if it just naturally recovers self though.
1: I don't know. That's a really good question. Yeah. I, I think it can, if it, I think it has to do with the amount of water in the area. Cause that's like what kind of collapses everything. <clears throat> right. Um, but I'm not sure. Good question uh so august coaster van gross head of the geology department of the university of illinois at chicago uh said quicksand may lurk under the surface at construction sites if it does not fill sorry if the fill does not settle properly um so that's like another common area that you need to watch out for if you know you're playing around in a construction site because that could have quicksand in it
0: i did a lot when i was little yeah, for sure. With my friends.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, it can look solid, but if you step on it, the disturbance can cause all these loosely p- packed grains to move and it liquefies, he said. Um, suddenly the solidness of the soil you expect is not there anymore. And when you try to get out, you lift one leg, but move more weight to the other. Um. So you struggle and get stuck. Oh. That's, yeah. Isn't that weird? So it's like when you're struggling like that, and you try to lift one leg, the other leg gets more
0: stuck. Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: Uh, the sand then flows like water, and you sink. But again, you can't sink all the way. Um, they could have just stepped on it, not knowing and thinking it was very shallow water. That's what um, this director of geology said. Um, mm-hmm. If they fight it, they just sink down more and more. As a parent myself, this is just a nightmare, he says. It's uncertain in what position the boys' bodies were found. Despite the autopsy reports, Wolfenberger said he believes the boy was met with foul play. So that's a different side of the story. So a lot of like people said they were stuck in like quicksand. But then like this detective also said that he thinks the boys were met with foul play because their fishing poles um, had not been found um he said the boys usually walk home due north up cemetery drive the area where the bodies were found was east of the of of both their homes um to get there they would have had to cut through the cemetery um i think they were thrown there um and buried
0: what oh so so they think that they were murdered and then put in quicksand
1: yeah well oh, there well they, that's the thing though like they, there's mixed reports on that story because the um the autopsy said they drowned, and it was because of elements. So, like, they clearly like, you know, or they could have gotten stuck and drowned in the tide. That's again, or, okay. Or someone had murdered them and put them in there,
0: like murdered them by putting them in quicksand, knowing they were going to drown. Maybe that's their cause of death.
1: Yeah, like they don't know. Oh it's like god, mixed is there reports.
0: Like a quicksand serial killer out there. Oh my
1: god. That is, like, crazy.
0: Wow. That's, like, really, really messed up if there is. You know, this is not appropriate for younger listeners of this program, but um, I have heard of quicksand porn. (laughs) I heard someone talk about it on a podcast. I didn't watch it, but it's, like, just a naked girl just sinking in quicksand, and it, like people like
1: people watch it and it's like an up close that's really disturbing (laughs) i I will not be researching that (laughs) as part of this podcast i'm gonna
0: put a link to some that i i'm gonna google it put a link in this episode's description yeah right (laughs) that is
1: amazing okay so survivor alert. Mm. Um, Ryan Osman, who was 34, was with his girlfriend Jessica McNeil at Zion National Park. Um, Zion. I know. All in Utah. Another, like, you know, if you're not hiking, you there's quicksand. So if you're not watch falling out. off a cliff, <laughs> you're
0: getting in quicksand,
1: <laughs> Yeah. So they're in Zion National Park um, on Saturday afternoon when McNeil fell into quicksand, uh, he started to help. Sorry. He started to help me out um, by himself and realized I wasn't going anywhere. Uh, So the girlfriend like sink into quicksand, I guess. And then the boyfriend was trying to get him out or her out. Sorry. Um, He had tried a pulley system with wrapping it around my waist and under my arms, hooked it to a rock and started to pull it but ju- but it just felt like it was starting to rip my leg and my whole hips off my body, and it didn't feel like it was going anywhere. Oh, it's
0: like suction-y. Mm-hmm. Ugh.
1: Um. Osman was eventually able to pull her out, but then became stuck himself. Oh, fuck. I know. So he's knee-deep in quicksand at this point, and they're struggling to free him for 30 minutes until McNeil went on a three-hour hike to reach cell phone reception to dial nine one one, so she's like a hero. Like I was like, well, I'm gonna leave you for you know three mile hike to oh, get nine one one. Well, she had to to get service. Um, McNeil spent hours hiking alone in the frigid cold and snow. Doctors said she suffered hypothermia on her hike to find help. She said the only thing scarier than hiking alone was leaving Osman alone in sinking quicksand. Mm. Um, She said, luckily I did and I was able to make the call and they were able to rescue Ryan. It was pretty scary. Oh, I know. Help eventually arrived and Osman was freed after two hours. He said the pain of of being yanked and pulled in freezing quicksand was the worst pain he's ever felt in his
0: life. So was he deeper when they found him?
1: Maybe he, um, it doesn't say, but it does say it, it does say this. I am imagining he was struggling trying to get out himself, but like probably made it worse for himself. Um, but the best way to describe it was just standing in a huge puddle of concrete that basically just dries instantly. He said, your foot doesn't move. You can move the sand a couple of inches at the top of your leg where my waist is at, but just as quick as you can move it, the sand refills. So there's no chance of moving it at all. Wow. Yeah. So it's like a concrete feeling. It's like you're crushed.
0: Yeah. Holy shit. So like imagine like it's so I don't
1: anyway, I'll tell you like some tips on how to survive
0: it in well, a little I, bit. Yeah, I was gonna say you'll you'll probably get to this, but I'm now remembering something I saw about what to do, but I won't, I won't spoil it.
1: No, it's yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Um It's, it's really, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't think to do what you're supposed to do, but I'll, I'll, I'm getting right into that. Um, We
0: need those survival tips.
1: Yeah, we do. Um, He said, while it was the worst pain he's ever felt, getting out of the quicksand and learning that McNeil was safe was the best feeling in the world. Mm. He also suffered hypothermia exposure and other injuries, but both of them are expected to be okay. They thanked the rescuers uh, who they say kept them warm and
0: in good spirits all night. He's pretty Aww. he's pretty sharp for rigging up that little like police system to get his gf out.
1: I'm wondering like how he ended up getting her out and then cuz like the police the police system didn't work. Remember oh, he worked, he it like got her out. he got her out eventually but I remember it was like pulling at her weight. Maybe he did use it but it was like really painful for her. I'm not it, sure.
0: Maybe uh, yeah, I mean maybe you you have to go through like the pain is unavoidable
1: yeah it sounds like it
0: maybe he was like i would rather get her out and be the one stuck than i know not get her out
1: she probably they probably had some like you know strained like limbs after that and then she had to hike for three miles to get help so it's incredible but that i love survivor stories um Anyways, okay. So to get out of quicksand, um, Daniel Bonn, a physics professor at the University of Amsterdam, told National Geographic, um, the way to do it is wiggle your legs around. This creates a space between the legs and the quicksand through which water can flow down to loosen the sand. Ooh. You can get yeah, so you can get out using this technique if you do it slowly and progressively. So instead of trying to lift a leg up. And then the other one will sink. You have to like wiggle both around to create like a little bit of like space, Air. airspace, yeah, in your pocket. Um, if you do find yourself stuck in quicksand, the best—I this is terrifying to me, but this is what it says: the best idea is to lean back so that the weight of your body is distributed over a wider area.
0: Th- this is what I heard. Yeah, so you're like supposed to like lean back on it, like this lay would, like, down. Make me basically.
1: so scared. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, what if you like, what if you're, but again, you have air in your lungs. So that helps Mm -hmm. keep you afloat. But it's like, what if you lean back and you get like, Oh God, that's just so scary. That's what you're
0: supposed to do. It seems like the last thing you would want to do, but
1: yeah, it's, um, I've heard that moving won't cause you to sink. In fact, slow back and forth movements can actually let water into the cavity around a trapped limb, loosening the quicksand's hold. Um, Getting out will take a while, though. Physicists have calculated the force required to extract your foot from quicksand at a rate at one centimeter per second is roughly equal to the force needed to lift a medium-sized car.
0: Oh, Oh my God.
1: So, yeah. sucks. So, wiggle, lean back, distribute the weight evenly. Be patient. Be really patient. You're probably going to be stuck there for... That's the scary part though, because like you don't have a lot of time if you're stuck on the beach. Well, yeah. If the tide is coming and you're screwed, you're gonna need to be saved by someone. And you're probably like freaking out, you know, so it's not helping your patients. Right. Oh, so that's terrifying. So that is the stories about quicksand brought to you by
0: Killer Earth. So interesting. I really never even think about quicksand. I mean, I don't know why I would, but. um,
1: Yeah. The other thing like that I had a misconception about was when I think of quicksand, I think of like the jungle, like the Amazon or a place that I like deep yeah. in the jungle somewhere Me or too. like places in India, like in the jungle. Like that's what I like thought about, but I didn't realize how quicksand could literally be like, Outside our front door in a construction site, or like at the beach, like
0: it I didn't even and think of it. I didn't know it was possible to get in quicksand on the beach. I don't know why I didn't think about that, but yeah, yeah, i i I guess again, from movies, like I think of like deserty sand and like the jungle also i I don't think about random places, I know. So now you have to just be really careful about where you walk. Oh, it's too many things to have <laughs> to think about for survival.
1: I know. But yeah, I hope everyone learned something. And again, just you know, try those tips if you ever get into that situation and try not to panic, even though it's, you know,
0: hard to avoid. I mean, the wiggle, the wiggle tip to make air and the lean back or lean forward tip those everybody should know that yeah because that's so simple
1: yeah yeah i don't know if you're supposed to lean forward though i think you're only supposed to lean back
0: oh i the thing i remember watching i don't know if it was like MythBusters or something but it was like try to lay flat on your stomach okay
1: i mean i didn't i didn't see that but it could be a thing i know you just want to evenly distribute your body weight so like whatever that is you know do that but I I feel like I'd be so panicky on my stomach just in case my head like got buried or something.
0: I would be panicking regardless.
1: I know. Well, thanks mother earth for creating wonderful things such as quicksand
0: pockets of death. (laughs) Jerk. You jerk. All right. Well, if you guys
1: have any crazy survival stories, we are here to listen. Um, you can email us at killer earth podcast at gmail.com.
0: Um yes, write us we in. Have, we have yet to receive any emails. <laughs> survivors. <laughs> we've only interviewed survivors we know. Yeah. But or if would, you know of a survivor mm-hmm, and you're a listener, us hook us up. We um we are gonna have so many new topics in the in the year 21.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited. It's 2021. It's going to be a good one. I can feel it.
0: Me too. It's going to be the year of Killer Earth. No, just kidding.
1: Well, maybe. (laughs) Well, hopefully it just doesn't kill us, but it's like our year.
0: (laughs) True. Good point.
1: Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And we will be back next time.
0: See you later.
1: See you later.
0: Kitchen, it's not cool.